Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Now, while all of this has been happening, you got crime increasing. Chicago's in the middle of a crime spike. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot was filmed dancing in the streets of Chicago. Crime has soared 61%. You remember the Magnificent Mile? I went there one time. Uh, first time, I, not one time, but the first time I ever went to Chicago. I was a freshman in college. And uh, Magnificent Mile, just beautiful. Beautiful city. Now, they said that there's a 30% vacancy on the Magnificent Mile because flagship stores have left because the chaos, the violent chaos at night is so bad. The crime is so high. The storefronts are empty. It's actually over 30%, a friend was telling me. They, they think the vacancies on the Magnificent Mile are over that. I have had a handful of friends leave Chicago and they either go to Texas, Tennessee, or Florida. Some of them, their their families have been there for forever, and they've they're they're like, we can't stay here anymore. We're done. And you have Lori Lightfoot. Oh, just just since her term began, two thousand two hundred seventy eight homicides, over nine thousand people shot. It's gang and drug violence since January first alone. That's just this month. Forty one homicides, one hundred ninety four shot, and she's out here dancing with voters with a drum line. She's a weird lady, man. She's out there dancing with voters, got a drum line. She wants to get reelected. Remember when she made everybody stay home so she could go get her hair cut? And I'm like, what did you have to do to cut your hair? Like, for real, what did you have to do to get your Because you have real short hair. What did you have to do to cut your hair? Like her and Nancy Pelosi made everybody stay home, but they go out and they do all this stuff. So she's uh, in a defensive heated race. And she's actually going to have to... So in... There's nine candidates that in, in total that are challenging for her seat, her mayoral seat. And so she and they have the they have a runoff rule. So they have to get to that 50 percent threshold. If they don't make 50 percent, then there's a runoff. And then that means it's dragged out till April. And then the top two, they have a, run, a runoff election between the top two. Now, if she loses, she will be the first in. I don't know how many decades to lose a reelection bid. I just kind of, I find that a little interesting. That's a very, I think that's a good measure as to how tired people are of crime, etc. Can you imagine the tone deafness of being out there dancing when your city is dealing with vacancies and people are fleeing and <sighs> tone deaf indeed. All right. A couple of other things that I want to make sure that we're hitting. I'm going to talk more about this later, but let me prime the pump now, shall we? No Freudian double entendre intended. So I don't really watch figure skating, but I may now if it's going to be a comedy show. I'm not even going to lie. Did you, did you happen to see this cane? So hold up. We're going to talk more about this. Let me just put it out there. The world's, I thought this was a joke. I did not believe this. I didn't believe it. You even had a headline about it that you sent over. I did not believe it. I thought you had been had. Because the video pops up, right? <sighs> you guys. So the story is this. It's the first ever transgender figure skater. It wasn't just one epic fall. It was a series of epic falls in the most awkward performance I have ever seen as the opening ceremony of the European Figure Skating Championships in Finland. It's a 57-year-old man. Oh, boy. 
And he's not just any 57-year-old man. He's a farmer. He was given a solo act to promote diversity and equality. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltechWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltech. The original Wednesday Adams, Lisa Loring, has passed away, age 64. She was taken off life support three days after suffering a stroke caused by smoking and high blood pressure. Wait, you're. Kane just hit the desk. Lisa Loring, the original Wednesday Adams for 64 episodes from 1964 to 1966. The original daughter of goth has passed away age 64. That is quite young, is it not? That is quite young. Yeah, it's young. It's it's young. Sure, it had nothing to do with don't ask about it. But you can totally be asked about, you know what, if you're going to go to a restaurant, if you're going to do anything, you can totally, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, this is so sad. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Lisa Marie Presley was back on opioids and taking weight loss medicines, medicine to lose 40 to 50 pounds in the weeks leading up to the Golden Globes. Uh, that's according to some of the latest, uh, according to, and that's, uh, from TMZ. They said that, uh, she had been on opioids, uh, even back taking those. She had been clean for a really long time. Uh, but that's why she looked when she was there. She was on the remember she was on the red carpet one of the uh, Jerry Schilling one of the original Memphis Mafia, and uh, she leaned onto his arm and he was totally fine. Like it's just weird. That's, I'm sure it was weird for him. See Elvis go through what he did now and then watch Elvis's daughter go. It's just weird, man. Uh, so that's very sad. Also, more. I'm feeling this. New Gallup poll. Y'all know how I love my polls here. Citing the government as the top problem. Inflation ranks second. The government is a bigger problem. Yes! Woo! I mean, I should give you the number, right? I just immediately, we just got all excited that we agreed with all these. It's like a lot, but quite a bit. Uh, The majority of Americans think that the government and poor leadership. It's worse than inflation, immigration, the economy in general, unifying the country, all the other problems that you can imagine. It's way worse than, than any of that. Here's what's funny. It's not that far away, 24 to, uh, versus 18, as it relates to governments, to uh, government, uh, no faith in government, government problem, Democrats to Republicans. So they're really not that far apart in that. Are we discovering some common ground? So prosecutors share really baffling motive behind that Half Moon Bay uh, 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 shooting spree that took place. Uh, we were talking about this last week. Apparently, it had to do... Uh, I mean, this is kind of weird. They said it had to do with, like, a, apparently, like, this unpaid, this bill. What? How does this happen? Stay with us. 
it shouldn't be a surprise to people um, that uh, individual black people can actually do anti-black things. Anyone who knows the history uh, of enslavement, anyone who knows the, the history of policing knows that black people can do anti-black things. Just going to say the same thing because I don't have anything else to put there. This is somewhat a Columbia University professor. This is about the Tyree Nichols case. First off, uh, there's an issue of policing. And if you insist on making something racial, if it's not racial, then you're going to obscure the bigger issue of policing, which I think we all can agree is uh, something we've got to discuss. I mean, we've been on the show, but everybody else needs to. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you as we end out this uh, first program of the week. So Texas is getting it's getting icy. If you don't hear like Kane on the show tomorrow, it's because I made him stay home because it's getting you. It, it, it's funny because from where we're from in Missouri or any place. Maybe north of like Norman, Oklahoma. You get a little moisture on the ground. And it gets freezing. People are like, yeah, whatever. They don't care. In Texas, oh my gosh, the whole state will shut down. Moose out front should have told you Texas is closed. I mean, it's, cr- it's yeah, they, they shut have, down. Uh, I've lived in Michigan before. Obviously, I've lived in Missouri and Illinois before. They all have infrastructure that takes care of snow on the roads. Texas? Texas will wait it out. Never needed it. They legit will Rarely wait it out. It. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, you know what's going to melt in the dirt, too. Yeah, the sun's going to come out and melt right. it all. We're just, we, we don't need it. So, yeah, Texas is a different animal. When we first moved here back in 2013, it was in the middle of an ice storm. And I made my way to the grocery store. I was the only person on the road. Made my way to the grocery store. I went in. I was like, man, they don't have no rock salt out front. Maybe everybody bought it was my thought. My precious little naive thought. And I asked, like, one of the the very nice cashiers in the front, I said, well, where's your salt at? Like, I just, you know, I need to salt my walk and all this stuff. We got to move stuff in. And they're like, um, we have some salt in that spicing spice aisle. I know you can use like, I'm not going to put sand all over. And I wasn't going to put kitty litter everywhere because that just doesn't do anything. It doesn't actually dissolve. I mean, actual table salt will, you know, but it's not that, ideal. That pickling salt. Though. Yeah, I had to get a bunch of Morton's. I walked out there with a bunch of Morton's. It's crazy. The, the canister, the old school where you do the tab and you, the spout and you, oh, yeah. I had to do that. But it kind of, I mean, it worked, I guess, but not, you know, what an idea. They legit shut down. They don't, and people don't, that's like a, a completely out of this world concept to people who live, like I said, north of Norman, Oklahoma. They did, in Missouri, they're like, what do you mean you have no rock salt? What do you mean? Like, they don't care. In Missouri, they don't care. We used to have, everybody has a story. You, you'd wait as a kid. To see when we, that's how we did. Like we'd watch the bottom of the television to see if our school was canceled that day. And it all depended upon some superintendent driving the scariest road in the district. And if he was scared, then school was called off. That was notorious. I went to Fox High School in Missouri. That, that's how we would always be like, which, which person is it that's driving Lion's Den Road, the scariest road in our county? Oh man, we'd pro- hope and pray that that way it was real bad so that he'd call off school. It was a riot. But that's how we did. My kids don't, they don't believe we yeah, watched we television. We never notifications on our phones about school. We had to yeah. wait and watch the news on the TV and that little scrolling They thing make on us the sound like we're a thousand years old. My youngest is like, you had to watch the lower third of your screen. I'm like, yes, that's yeah, how we learn. In alphabetical order. We had to wait. If our school started with a T and we were on the A's or B's. Oh my gosh, you were in it. for a world of pain. It was horrible, right? 
And they only put it up for like a split second. So you and all your friends had to watch it because if there was like any, you know, like you would have like St. Francis or then Francis How you'd have all that. Like if they were similarly named, oh my gosh, you didn't want to miss it. And if you missed it, then you did. Oh my gosh. Did you have to call a friend? If they missed it, oh my gosh, nobody knows. Chaos. Travel safe out there, Texans. All right. Today's stupidity. All right. It's the Who's uh, Dr. Tedros. His other two names I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to call him Dr. Tedros. Um, he's saying that, you know what, this COVID pandemic, it's not, it's not over yet. The committee has advised me that, in its view, COVID-19 remains a global health emergency. What? Really? And I agree. Oh, do you? Yeah, well, guess you know, what? I, I don't. I don't agree. Either. I don't agree at Why, all. We don't need to listen to this fool. No. We don't need to listen to him. We don't need to listen to you, Dr. Tedros. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. All right. So first and foremost here, I want to go to the one that Dixie Roadhouse. I'm going to start with the last one first. Sorry, Juan. This comes from NBC local affiliate Channel 2. A Florida man challenged everyone to a fight after the bars closed. Hoo-wee! It's so rare that this happens, you know. I mean, it just very is. Cape Coral, Florida. The line between night and morning was blurred Saturday in Cape Coral. Last night had come and gone, and the lingering crowd was beginning to disperse. Cape Coral police watched the clock click past three in the morning, yet the street outside the establishments were still a frenzy. Can you go over and take care of that guy? A random citizen approached the patrol car, concerned about a half-naked man turning the evening celebrations into chaos. They said, quote, he spit in my friend's face and was running around grabbing people. As another man, swiping spittle from his face, confirmed the act of aggression. By the way, slash, just just a sidebar, when a guy named Teddy Byrne, who has never written straight news, goes from features to news. This is the story. This is how it's written. So they said amongst the individuals sharing goodbyes, blah, blah, blah. Basically, the guy had his pants hanging. His boxers were exposed. And little else. Uh, his name is Kyle Sean Shonkweiler. They said he was serving as the self-imposed mayor, throwing his arms around. Uh, no shoes, no shirt, over-serviced. And the arrest report said strong smell of an alcoholic beverage coming from Kyle's person, as though he's separate from himself. So officers tried to engage the intoxicated Shonkweiler, but then he became enamored with a gaggle of women and stumbled away from the questioning. The Cape Coral PD soon learned that not only was he from Polk County, but no one close, uh, there was nobody close to remove him from the scene. So they had to place him on the bench to gather himself, and then he fell over and then required medical attention because he hit his head upon falling over. And then he got up and started trying to fight everyone. And I can't even read what he said incoherently. Don't get your male copulatory organ caught on the pony, he screamed. Before his, then he started challenging everyone to fight him, saying that he would blink them, blink up. Oh boy, I'll blink you up. Let's go. Are you ready to go? He asked the medic when they tried to treat him. He was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. <laughs> Guys, I'm very disappointed that there's no video from this encounter. Only photos. Very disappointed. Very, very disappointed indeed. You know, I mean, with all this technology. Uh, let's see. I understand when your chicken wings are late. I love hot chicken wings. I mean, if you ask me what my favorite food group was, it'd probably be chicken wings. 
I'd, I'd lie. I used to lie maybe when I was younger and say something fancy. Nah, it's chicken wings. Let's be real. This Florida man threatened employees with a gun when his chicken wings order was late. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah, he did not. It did, his name's Bob D'Angelo. And uh, he was, or no, not Bob D'Angelo is the guy who wrote the story. By the way, stop bylining your stories like this. A Florida man was accused of pulling a firearm that was illegally possessed, by the way, on restaurant employees when his chicken wing order was an hour late, authorities said. Uh, they responded to the call and he had to be taken into custody, according to WFTV, Matthew James David. Davis of Naples, 35, was arrested, charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Third hour on the way. Can we talk about transgender ice skating? Yay! Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.